Welcome to the Movie Score, a podcast where we discuss, write, and debate films. I am your host, Ben Barber, joined by my sister and co-host, Maribeth. Hello, everybody. Hello. How have you been lately? I've been good. You have? Yeah. I'm trying to think of what's happened since, <laughs> since yeah, the last recording. It's, it's been kind of slow lately. Yeah. Yeah. It's warmed Which is up nice. a little bit. It has. Which I really enjoy. Yeah. Because I do not like the cold weather i enjoy it in small doses but i've kind of learned after several weeks of it being quite cold and just mm. wearing the same sweaters over and over again that I'm, i don't mind it when it's a little bit warmer your sweater baby <laughs> oh, yes, yoda sweater. My baby yoda sweater Ugh. <laughs> so we really hope it warms up so she won't have to wear that fiend on her shirt He's darling. He's darling oh really okay you're in the very small minority oh i'm sure i'm not well probably but <laughs> The dollars uh, say that you are in the very small. How much did the first season make? Just to, I don't you know, know. Um, because it's Disney Plus, so I'm not sure. But we're oh. not supposed to be talking about the Mandalorian. Yeah, we're not. <laughs> okay. But before we start, let's just talk a minute about how cool your uh, bedroom is getting where we're recording it is. this podcast. Uh, you've very got a little nice. Lego X-wing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got that from hanging from the ceiling. ceiling. Fan. Yeah. And I see a Jumanji map, which, yeah, uh, which... is very appropriate yeah. considering that today. We are discussing Jumanji, Welcome yeah. to the Jungle. Yeah, but we can't talk about that yet. Okay. We, uh, we also have <laughs> an a, a Avengers Lego oh, yes. Tower, which is cool. Is we have Veronica. Uh-huh. We have a, a dartboard. We have like, a poster of the sea. You have a picture of Pam and Jim from The Office. <laughs> Dude, we are rocking the studio, man. Yeah, it's a very nerdy so, place. Yeah, and we have all the stuff. Okay, so before we get into our movie, okay. we have to talk about the movie line answer. Oh, that's right. We have a two-time winning champion of the movie line. <laughs> Emily Betts correctly answered the movie line from last time. Which was from? Which was from Gladiator. Yes. So, I'm not going to say the line again because last time I ruined it, <laughs> the line was, what's the line? It's... Are you not entertained? Yeah. So, she got that right. So, congratulations, Emily Betts. And there was also the second one that you did, which was... Um, what we do in this life echoes in eternity. And she made the point that that line is actually based on something that the real Marcus Aurelius actually said. Yeah, that's actually cool. He I wrote did, a book. I never knew that. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. So, okay. Shall we enter the realm of movies? Yes. Okay. I'm really excited about this one. I am too. This might be my... I am too, because as I started to do some research on it today in preparation for this podcast, I got really, really excited because I realized, okay, it's it's actually a pretty, uh, I wouldn't call it deep, but it has more lessons in it than I realized until I started putting it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, should I read the synopsis? Do. For Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. The synopsis, according to IMDb, and this is the actual official Sony Pictures synopsis, mm-hmm. says, In a brand new Jumanji adventure, four high school kids discover an old video game console and are drawn into the game's jungle setting, literally becoming the adult avatars they choose. What they discover is that you don't just play Jumanji, you must survive it. To beat the game and return to the real world, they must go on the most dangerous adventure of their lives, discover what Alan Parrish left 20 years ago, and change the way they think about themselves, or they'll be stuck in the game forever to be played by others without break. Okay. So this synopsis really references the fact that this is not the first Jumanji movie. No, it's not. There was one done in 1995 with John, I mean, uh, Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. Which I started last <clears throat> night. Yeah. Starting to watch it. But 
it's it's not as good. I was I was kind of hoping it'd be like a Jurassic Park thing, but it's really not. So, yeah. but anyway, so what this, are your general impressions of this movie? This movie was amazing. <laughs> I loved it so much, dude. I did not stop smiling through the whole thing. <laughs> it was just so entertaining. Yes, it is very very entertaining. I wouldn't say that it's quite on the same level as a Jurassic World movie in comparison to like a, you know, Jumanji is kind of a reboot like the Jurassic World movies are reading. Yeah, but it's not supposed to be. But it, it is a very, very different movie. Yeah, they're supposed Jurassic to be in a World. video game. Yes, it's more comedy, too, than uh, action suspense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's very well balanced. Slightly bordering on horror, depending on which, <laughs> <laughs> which scenes you're talking about in Jurassic movies. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so my general impression is that I really enjoyed it. It kept me awake. We watched it on a <laughs> yeah. Friday night, and I was wide which, awake the whole time. Which... Yeah. Not every movie is able to do that. It's kind of funny, because recently we we watched Collateral Beauty, which is also a very good movie, and I've seen it before, but I fell asleep. I don't know how you could fall asleep through Collateral Beauty. I don't know either. I was just really tired that night, I think. But if that's a really good movie. we got to do yes, that one, too. Yes, and I'll have to watch it again, because yeah. I missed it all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So... Well, this unique go- points about Jumanji. Unique points. Um, I have written down that, and I kind of mentioned this before, it is a sequel. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of. It doesn't bring in the characters yeah, well, from the old yeah, but, Jumanji, but they do reference. Yeah, they reference it a lot, and in the beginning they find the board game mm-hmm. that eventually turns into a video game. Yeah, so it's Excuse more me. of a sequel in that it references the first movie. You wouldn't really have to watch the first movie right. to get the second, this one. Yes. But, I mean, it's kind of cool to watch the... The other unique points that I have here are um, Karen Gillan is in this movie. And I love Karen mm-hmm. Gillan from Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some people also know her as Nebula in the Marvel movies. But if you yes. haven't seen Karen Gillan play Amy Pond in Doctor Who, you're just missing Yeah, out. you're not getting a good taste of it. Oh, she's so good. She's really good. She's the best, in my opinion, one of the best companions the Doctor ever had. Yeah, definitely Probably. one of the best. I also have uh, Dwayne Johnson's comedic talent. Okay, so <laughs> we got done with this. So usually The Rock plays this big dude. At least in the movies. Who's, well, seen. well, when I say big dude, I mean like yeah, he's he's not afraid of anything. Yeah. He's brave and he's always running into danger. But in this one, he plays like a sixteen-year-old dude who's kind of afraid Trapped of everything. In a forty-six-year-old yeah. body. <laughs> who's got allergies and worries about that stuff. So yeah. it was really cool to see him play this dude. Yeah, because we've this normally guy. seen him in things like San Andreas, where mm-hmm. he's. Yeah. This, Heroic father who's yeah. always smoldering. <laughs> Rampage. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. But in this, he was really funny. And I thought he did a much better acting job. Oh, yeah. In a comedic mm-hmm. role than in the oh, dramatic yeah. role. Yeah. Definitely. I also have one more thing that I want to say before we move into the characters and okay. themes of this film. And that is, uh, I kind of want to give a disclaimer that this movie does have some crude humor in it. Okay, yeah. Well, well we, can, we are going to talk about that in themes. Okay. Because well, I just kind of wanted to say that kind of upfront and say, okay, like there there are some things in here. They kind of make sense yeah, in the but, context. Okay. Yeah. Because as we're going to talk about later, there is a female character, a teenage girl. Wait, 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 wait. Don't give it. A, don't give it away. We're going to talk about that later. Okay. Okay. We're okay. gonna we're gonna but go I into do, that. I just want to make that disclaimer. Okay. That, yeah. Good. Uh, yes, we recognize and. As a result, you may not want to let young children watch this, or at least with adult supervision. Yeah, we'll do that all in ratings. Yeah. Okay. okay. Is that it? Yes. <laughs> okay. No, no, that's that's fine. That's good. Just wanted to get that out. Yeah. Right. Okay. So now let's go into our characters. Okay. 
So you have Spencer, mm -hmm. who is the rock. Mm -hmm. Doesn't start out as the rock. Doesn't start out as the rock. He starts out as this 16-year-old college dude. He reminds me a lot of Ian in Onward. <laughs> yeah, he kind of does. And so when he goes into the game, mm -hmm. they they turn into the avatars that they chose. Mm -hmm. And his was Dr. Smolder Bravestone, mm -hmm. who is played by the rock. And then you have Fridge. Yes. Who is this big, already big football player? Mm -hmm. And then when he goes into the game, he's a short guy whose strength, his whose weaknesses are what was it? Strength, strength speed, and cake. <laughs> yeah. And he is played by Kevin Hart once mm -hmm. they're in the game. Which is a really funny guy. Yeah. I've been reading a lot about him lately. Yeah. Apparently, apparently, he and Dwayne Johnson are really good friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then we have Bethany. Huh. Who is a very self-obsessed yeah. teenager. Yeah. And then when she, she yeah go ahead sorry when she get when they go into the game she actually turns into a guy yes Jack Black Jack Black <laughs> that's not that's the character that's I mean that's the that, guy who plays yeah. him his name is Shelby o Shel Shelly Oberon yeah Sheldon or Sheldon yeah and then you have Martha yes who when you go into the game is played by Karen Gillan and she starts out as this very insecure very shy young girl mm -hmm. who doesn't really like anybody because she's scared of everyone. Yeah. Okay. I also have Alex. Alex. Yeah. Who is, um, in real life, he apparently disappeared 20 years ago. And they find out that he's stuck in the game. Mm -hmm. uh, and he is played, in the game, he's played by Nick Jonas. And then I also have the bad guy, whose name is Van Pelt, who is played by Bobby Cannavale, mm -hmm. uh, who some people may recognize as the stepdad in Ant-Man. Yeah. He's also in the new Annie movie. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So those are our main characters. Mm -hmm. Pretty yeah. much the only characters. I mean, there's the guy who drives the truck, but he's pretty. But yeah. He's kind of insignificant. He's... So, um, yeah. So those are the characters. Okay. Let's move on. Into the themes. You want, you want to go into themes? Sure. Yeah. So I was a little bit surprised, pleasantly surprised when I started to do some research on this because there are some really powerful themes in this movie. Um, I think that the first and foremost one is probably we always only have one life that's the very first one i have right now <laughs> oh good so i also have the quotes pulled up here because the quotes are really really quite good in the beginning when the kids are stuck in detention their principal is talking to them and he says this is what you should be thinking about who you are in this moment of time and who you want to be you get one life you decide how you're going to spend it and then he says, fortunately, there's no better place for self-reflection than detention. But that whole line about you get one life carries over into the game because technically they have, quote-unquote, three lives in the game. They can die a few times before it's game over. So three. later on in the movie, um, when Spencer is, is very, very scared, it's closer to the end of the movie, he says, it's a lot easier to be brave when you've got lives to spare. It's a lot harder when you only have one life. He's talking about the lives in mm -hmm. the game. And his friend says, we always only have one life, man. That's how it is. Yeah. So that theme kind of came back. Of, it reminds me of Gandalf in Lord of the Rings, where he's talking about how um, all we have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to us. Mm -hmm. you know, how are you going to spend your life well? Yeah. So I think that's the main theme. Of the movie, yeah, because yeah, because they're when they before they go into the game, they don't really like their life. Mm -mm. I would say, 
They kind of think of it as a drag. Each one of them is discontent in mm-hmm. some way. But once they go into the game and they have three lives, they kind of realize the importance of just one life mm-hmm. and how you're going to spend it. Yeah. So yeah, I think that would be the biggest thing yeah. of the movie. The second thing, I think, is staying together. Mm-hmm. They learned a lot through the game that if they don't stick together and work together, they're not going to get far at all. No. So They cannot do this on their own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's... Well, I won't talk about that right now. We'll talk about that later. Okay. But anyway, um, do you have anything else? Um, I have women learning to support other women. So okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be quiet here. I remember <laughs> no. So Bethany and Martha could not be more different. Bethany is this willow slim, blonde, ble- bleach blonde, um, Instagram worthy teenage girl. And very self-obsessed. Oh, our mother was disgusted watching her. (laughs) She just couldn't see it. Yeah. And then Martha is just like this very withdrawn, the kind of girl that would wear oversized sweaters to kind of hide herself and blend in and just wants to be left alone with a book somewhere. Mm -hmm. Doesn't, certainly doesn't want to be in PE. And so then Bethany gets turned into this fat (laughs) middle-aged (laughs) man. And Martha gets turned into... The Willow, Flint, Willow Slim athletic um, babe, basically, mm-hmm. that yeah. Bethany used to be. And she's very, very uncomfortable. And there's this whole scene because they they have this tension between them. They well, Martha kind of judges other. people a lot. Oh, yes. That's one of her problems is she judges yeah. a lot and, of people. And Bethany's so self-obsessed that she doesn't even realize that mm-hmm. there uh, might, might be more important things than her Instagram page. So there's this scene where they're in the game and Shelly's, I mean, I'm, I'm not, Shelly is the avatar's name, but Bethany says, I can't even open my mouth around you. You don't even know me, but you like decided you hate me. And Martha says, look, I just think you live in the hot, popular girl bubble where everyone either treats you like a princess or like an object. Maybe it makes you a little self-absorbed or something. And Bethany turns to her and says, that's fair. But do you think that maybe the reason why you're so judgy is because you're afraid that people aren't going to like you? So you just decided not to like them first? I'm just saying, you're a babe. Go with it. Which is definitely played for humor, but well, it kind of made you realize that Beth, yeah. oh, Bethany actually kind of respects Martha. Mm-hmm. And, and I think probably for Martha to say that to her was a good thing. And then for Bethany to come back and say, but you just kind of have decided that you don't like anybody. Yeah. It was a respectful conversation, though. They mm-hmm. didn't They didn't deteriorate into just completely insulting each other. And over the course of the movie, they continue to respect each yeah. other. Yeah. It's really, really neat. Yeah, they all... It's it, It's got a lot of character development. Mm-hmm. This movie is full of that. Yes, yes. And I actually have something in there about that. <laughs> in here about that. Yeah, yeah. how many do you have? Um, I have several, but I, we okay. don't have to do that. No, no, I was just wondering. Go ahead and one. do your next one. Uh, <laughs> here, you go. You can do yours first. Because I think that yours kind of explain things better than mine. Anyway, I can, I, we can go. Okay, so one of them that I have is each avatar helped each kid overcome their insecurities. Okay, so. So Spencer was very much, like I said, very much like Ian and Onward. Very mm-hmm. insecure, um, scared of everything. Yeah, and. And he gets into this body that's brave, super strong mm-hmm. and, <laughs> and fearless and brave. And yet he still has fears. Well, that's more like Spencer. I know. But even, even 
when he was in that avatar, he still had the fears, but he learned to overcome them mm-hmm. because he had the story of Bravestone. Yeah. And with a name like that, too. <laughs> Names are important. Yeah. Um, let's see, Fridge. Uh, he, you kind of got the impression that Fridge thought at the beginning of the movie that he was not smart. He was getting Spencer to do his homework. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But he was also very self-conscious about that, that he didn't know those yeah. things yeah, he needed that. to know for school. And when he becomes Moose or Mouse, <laughs> which is funny. Yeah, um, it's Mouse, I think. He's a zoologist. Mm-hmm. And he's really and he's smart. he's like, this animal does this and this animal does that. How do I know this? Mm-hmm. But he's brilliant. And so I think that kind of helped him to realize that there is great value in knowledge. Of course, Bethany probably grows the most from going, she goes from just this completely self-absorbed person to being able to say at one point, it's so easy to get focused on your own stuff and you forget other people have problems too. Mm -hmm. And then she says, I feel like ever since I lost my phone, my other senses have kind of heightened. Yeah. You know, so she was in a place where she was no longer tethered to that, which is a sermon in and of itself, being tethered to your phone. Yeah. And then, of course, Martha was very, very um, insecure in her own body. And, wow, she's she's the killer of men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But she also realizes that she can like and trust these people that she's around. Mm-hmm. They're not out to get her. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. So... That's, uh, let's see. That's about all that I have other than suffering produces endurance. I mean, you think about, they went through a lot. Yeah. (laughs) And they they learned to, but that kind of goes to what you were saying earlier about the power of teamwork. Mm Mm-hmm, yeah. So now let's discuss why we like the movie so much. Okay. Because I have a lot of stuff. First of all, I found it very hilarious. Yes, it is funny. we'll want to talk about (laughs) some of the humor is a little crude, like you said at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, is there something you want to add to that, Marilyn? <laughs> <laughs> I guess all that I would say is that some of it is it makes sense in the context mm-hmm. because Bethany gets turned into a guy, <laughs> so, which is really hilarious. I mean, I don't think they were trying. I do not think they were trying to make a political statement. No, no. <laughs> it's just it's it's really funny. She gets the body of a man. So um, she, <laughs> which is really funny because Jack Black does such a good job of acting like he's actually a teenager. Yeah. A, a teenage girl. Mm-hmm. His, his acting job is Yes, fantastic. the acting. But there this... are some also some other things like going to the bathroom and some other things <laughs> that you can you can find more details in the IMDb Parents Guide. Oh, yeah, you can um, do that. And they're not, it's not It's not terrible. as bad as like, I mean, it's no worse than Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, it's, so, it's along the same lines. It's, yeah, it's along the same lines. Specifically the second one. Another reason why I love this so much is the acting. Like we said before, mm-hmm. the acting is so good. Jack Black mm-hmm. is such a good actor. In this, yeah. Mm-hmm, because he's playing a 16-year-old girl. Yeah. Um, and Kevin Hart is amazing. Yes. I didn't really see anything too amazing from Karen Gillan. Well, she was kind of acting. Amy Pond. I think she was, yeah, okay. We've seen her do this kind of role mm-hmm. before, yeah. so it's she It's kind didn't of the same away. role she does. If all you've seen of her is Nebula, who mm-hmm. is very, uh, doesn't have a lot of expression, and you haven't yeah, seen Amy Pond, then you will be impressed by Carrie yeah. Carolyn. She's very expressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, another reason is it's such a good story. It's mm-hmm. a great idea. To, it is a good to idea. Get, to go into a video game 
like that. Yeah. It's, and to have characters that are NPCs. Mm-hmm. Spencer says, I'm playing characters, so they just kind of say the same thing over yeah. and over again. And they have to figure out which of these characters is like that. And that happens a lot when you're playing a video game. You'll run into mm-hmm. people who are just saying the same things over and over again. So that yeah. was really creative. Like the little kid that. that led them to the Black Mamba. Mm-hmm. He would just say things over again. And even, what's his name? Who was and they had, to, they had to figure out that whole thing with the Black Mamba mm-hmm. on their yeah. own because the kid was incapable of giving them mm-hmm. further information. And that's another good scene about teamwork. They mm-hmm. could never have gone through that unless they stuck together. Yep. And that's why Alex was stuck for so long. Because mm-hmm. he couldn't, he didn't have anybody to help him. Yeah, he went into the game like 20 years earlier. All by himself. All by himself. And he couldn't get through because nobody was there. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you said. And it was just so much fun to watch. Like I said earlier, I smiled through the whole movie. I never stopped smiling. It was just so much fun to watch it. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. But those were really... And interestingly enough, our parents loved it. I was so... I was shocked that Dad liked it because... Dad is more of a... Prefers more historical films. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And things that are a little bit more philosophical, which is great. We've been exposed to lots of really great (laughs) movies that way. Yeah. Uh, but so I was surprised that he enjoyed it as much as he did. But he was really laughing. Yeah, he was laughing a lot. Mom enjoyed it too. So yeah, I think we all really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I'm um, really excited about watching the sequel. I watched the sequel yesterday, and it's not as good. Okay. It's just Spencer's not in um, Braystone's body for mm-hmm. most of it, which I didn't really like. The two old men being in it was funny, mm-hmm. but I just thought that you know the first one was so good. And then they try to redo it. I'm not saying it was terrible. Mm-hmm. I mean, you should still watch it, but I just didn't find it as good. Yeah. But I definitely want to watch it. But it, oh yeah, it would you be hard to it. live we'll watch up it to, sometime. To but um, do you have any reasons why you liked it so much? Um, well, I kind of mentioned that at the beginning with my my things on Karen Gillan and Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. Um, also, <clears> the best thing that I've ever seen Nick Jonas in. Really? What else have you seen in Jonas? Uh, I saw him in Midway. And I also, oh, that's right. He was in Midway. I also saw him in the La Miz 25th Ooh, anniversary that's... concert. Which <laughs> we won't talk about that. I don't know why they cast him in that, but okay. But... Anyway, I thought that he did a really good job in this movie. Okay. I, yeah. I much preferred him in this over Midway. Oh, yeah. Um, which, you know, Midway is a World War II movie. You'd kind of think it was the opposite, but I did think he did a better job in this movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, so as long as we're already here, let's okay. get into our ratings. Okay. And uh, this episode might be a little bit shorter mm-hmm. because, like That's you, fine. like you said, it's not the deepest movie ever. Mm-hmm. So there's really not as much we want to talk about. But anyway, so yeah, let's go into our ratings. Okay. You want to go first, or me go first? Um, I don't remember who went first last time, so I it doesn't matter. Here, wait. Okay, to- yeah, you can go first. I thought that. Okay, uh, I'm giving this movie a six. Okay. Um, it was, it's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. And I don't think it's as deep of a movie, and I do prefer more deep movies. Okay, um, yeah. But I'm taking points off for, well, I'm going to take a point off for the crude humor. <laughs> but it was so funny, and it fits so well into the story. But okay, I see your, I see your point. There were a few points where I thought, okay, we could have toned this down just a little okay. bit. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I'm taking off a point for that. I'm taking off a point for it's not as deep. I'm also taking off a point for um, I did not find that the bad guy was very compelling at all. Yeah. He was just kind of your cardboard, stereotypical villain. He had no complexity. 
Okay. Who's <laughs> just kind of there to be the villain. Um, and then just one gen- point off for general, you know. Just you just didn't think it was? That's good. I didn't think it, I don't think it warrants a seven. Okay. So you gave but it a six. it's better than a five. Okay. So now let me go into my ratings. Okay. This movie, okay. So like I've said many times already is it was just so much fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Such a creative story. I didn't think that the bad guy was supposed to be as deep because they're in a video game. Yeah. Video game bad guys yeah. are like that. They're just the average run in the mill. You're a bad guy. I don't know. I could have I could have used a little bit more. Okay. Interesting points for him. It, he, he wasn't even in it very much. Um, yeah, that's true. But it was just so cool how they all went in and such character development and such good mm-hmm. lessons and it was so creative and I loved it. Um I'm trying to think of... I told my dad I was going to give it an 8. Okay. But that was when I only watched it once. Mm-hmm. I've watched it three times. <laughs> that, that that shows how good of a movie. Wow. I watched it three times. I'm going to give this one a 9. Oh. I love this movie. Okay. It's so... I would recommend it to everybody. Okay, yeah, there is the crude humor. So maybe not everybody. But you should... Did you just knock over your... No. It kind of makes it... Noise. Yeah, I've been, I, was, I was wondering what that was. I'm sorry. Sister? You had one job. No, you had I can't jobs. do anything right with these microphones. Well, just don't hit the cord so much. Okay. Are we good? Yeah. Can we get back? Sorry. <laughs> okay, yes, yeah, so we're going to give it a nine. I'm going to give it a nine, and you're going to give it a six. That's been the highest movie. That's the highest movie rating I've given on the movie score so far. Mm-hmm. You gave The Quiet Place a ten, which I'm not going to go up to a ten yet. Okay. Because I feel like a ten is just a blow-me-away movie. Okay. But which, but anyway, so yeah, this was a great movie, and I highly recommend it to anybody. Not anybody, but a lot of people. So, um, yeah, I'm going to give it a 10. Okay. I'm not a 10, a 9. a 9. I think I'm overthinking podcasting, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sitting here with my notes, and I'm just like, okay, got to say the right things, right time. And I think it's making me not say the right things in the right time. I think I should just relax more. So, uh-huh. we did it. Yep, we sure did. Do you want to move it on? I want a movie line. Okay, so this movie line, I don't... You've watched this movie. I'm pretty sure you have watched this movie. But I don't think you'll get it because it's been a while since you have watched it. Oh. Okay, so the movie line is, you're going to need a bigger boat. Oh, I think I know what it is. Okay, well, then don't tell. I won't. Actually, you can say what it is, and I won't tell you if you're right or wrong. I'm just curious. Wait, really? Yeah. What if it gives people a hint? Oh, that's true. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, so the movie line is you're going to need a bigger boat. Okay. Okay. The first three people who answer it will get mentioned, mentioned on the movie line, like Emil- on the movie score, like Emily Betts. So <laughs> the Gmail address is themoviescore20 at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. So. And we thank all of our listeners once yes, again for and- coming in and um, discussing, well, listening to us discuss these movies. Mm-hmm. And please rate and review. Yeah. If you could and subscribe, we would love that. And um, you know, I'm open for like if they have suggestions on the sound or something like that. I'm still uh, this is just our fifth episode. I'm still learning. Yeah. On ways we can. So if you have an idea that you think you can make it better, I would love to hear it. Like maybe just tying my hands together so I don't touch anything. Yeah. Gosh, <laughs> sis. <laughs> no, that's fine. I don't care. But it was it wasn't so long. Uh, it wasn't so short. It's, okay. We're at thirty minutes. Okay. That's pretty good. There's some stuff I'll edit, but that's good. So, 
You ready to get out of here? I'm ready to get out of here. Okay. I feel like See we should. Later. I feel like we should shout out Jumanji. Oh yeah, we should. Okay, let's back away from the microphone because we don't <laughs> want to blare it out. Okay, I'll give a countdown. Three, two, one. Jumanji. Okay, bye. <laughs> Sorry.